Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville, dial pound 3636. All right. Well, we covered off much of what Justin Trudeau had to say to our own Donna Friesen earlier today. Uh, before I move on, uh, <laughs> Elizabeth May was in New Brunswick yesterday, and she was suggesting an increase in spending on mental health that was induced by climate change. Leads to a lot of anxiety and depression, especially in our youth. And uh, as leverage to, uh, I don't know, her green agenda or whatever. I mean, does that make sense? I mean, conflating the two, that mental health is impacted by climate change, Rocco Rossi? Look, I think the mental health issue is an incredibly serious one and trying to have it do double duty for you is really not appropriate, I don't think. Um, uh, there, There is enough rationale uh, for us to do do more and invest more in this area without uh, having to conflate it with another issue at this point. All right. Kevin, do you see it in the same light? I mean, uh, the idea that this is so horrific, the scenarios put forth, Elizabeth May is talking that, you know, Green New Deal kind of thing where we've only got 11 more years to turn it around, otherwise we're cooked, and this is now being inculcated in young people. Yeah, I think two things related to this. First of all, regarding Elizabeth May, uh, I've seen polling data that increasingly indicate that she has credibility, a large credibility, only on climate change, but not on anything else. And this would be an example of her failure to resonate properly on another reasonable policy issue. So, uh, but then relatedly, your comment, you know, it's hard not to think about the Greta Thunberg. 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 Unfortunate, I think, when I see the video of that young lady, how angry and upset she is, and it's just, uh, it, it's inappropriately angry and, and upset, and well, I let can't me play help the but worry about her. All right, well, here we go, uh, because yesterday a lot of people were suggesting that this, you know, uh, was so emotionally impactful, uh, people couldn't help but notice she was calling out political world leaders, and uh, in fact, Donna Friesen even referenced, referenced that in her interview with Justin Trudeau and uh, what he might say to her if she were there and uh, querying him and everything like that. And a lot of folks went away uh, suitably impressed by the young lady. Here's what she had to say. For more than 30 years, the science has been crystal clear. How dare you continue to look away and come here saying that you're doing enough when the politics and solutions needed are still nowhere in sight. All right, we could go on. She talked about, uh, how dare you, you've stolen my childhood, you've stolen my future, and so on. Alyssa Freeman, I mean, uh, let's say uh, from a PR standpoint, I'm sure it packed a wallop for many, uh, but is she a legitimate activist or a mere pawn here? And uh, her anguished plea, is that a real-world concern that she's discussing here, or she's just uh, the product of climate alarmist indoctrination? Well, that's a loaded question. Um, you know, when I woke up this morning, my feed was actually blowing up with that clip and a little bit longer of uh, her talk or her her imploring at the UN um, Assembly. I, you know, I, I think that people do look at it as impassioned. I think they look at it as real. And and I think... They that, looked at it as authentic, you Yes, say? they yeah. do. And I mm. think that there are people from 
the left who are maybe conflating this idea that, you know, she is a child, she is a pawn of this narrative, and they're using her because how are you going to say anything against a child? Well, that wouldn't be from the left necessarily. That would be, as you're saying, the right would see it that oh, way. Oh, sorry, right. Mm-hmm. Correct. Thank you for the correction. Mm-hmm. Um, however, you know, how, why would you use her as a pawn? And, and therefore, it, it's sort of people look at it as a defense that... You know, you're not going to say anything about a child, you know, and 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 you're not going to um, do anything that would talk about her own uh, mental health. So, you know, therefore, well, there's a linkage there. She does have Asperger's. She has she has a number of issues. She has Asperger's. She has mutism. She has she has a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. However, uh, in spite or despite all that, she's incredibly articulate and incredibly impassioned. And you know, when we were talking earlier about you know taking mental health and talking about you know environment anxiety. I think that what Elizabeth May and the Greens were doing was sort of taking a flavor of the day narrative because, you know, here is a a young girl and here is a whole protest of kids who were let out of school last week in order to, you know, who are worried ostensibly about the environment and, you know, take that and say, well, you know, this is this this is feeding that. And I think that that's where that whole narrative came from. And I, I think that she's talking about truths that we just don't want to look at. And I, when you look at some of the interviews that she has endured and what some of the pundits have been saying uh, about Greta Thunberg, I mean, she has taken a lot of heat and a lot of flack over the past week. So when it culminates in this speech, it's, you know, it's no wonder she was angry and it's no wonder she was impassioned. Yeah, you know, it's uh, kind of curious to me, though. I just remember my own youth and, and at 16, I wasn't, that articulate, so uh, there's no surprise there, except uh, I didn't know that much either to draw on a wellspring of information that I could have a, an informed discussion about something as complex as climate change. But man, uh, she's well advanced then, very precocious, because I've been drilling down on this as much as I can over the last umpteen years, and I'm still conflicted as to, uh, you know, what man-made uh, equi- uh, you know, equation uh, is in there or factor is in there and, uh, you know, what the real stats say and so on and so on. But she's pretty definitive. So, uh, Rocco, I guess you got to give her props for that much. But, but can we trust a 16-year-old to really know the issue? Look, I don't think anyone is saying, you know, this should be the, the, the scientist and the, the word that... Um, that everyone believes. But quite frankly, if you can't be passionate about something, agree, disagree, if you can't be passionate about something when you're 16, when are you going to be passionate about stuff? I I find her incredibly impressive. Um, uh, You know, I, you said you wouldn't have been that articulate or that well-read to be able to do what she did. Um, You know, neither of us or any of us in this room had the talent uh, to write uh, a symphony in our single digits. Mozart did. There are uh, prodigies in the world. And she clearly, wherever she is on the spectrum, uh, she has a level of articulation, a level of ability to, to put an argument together. Well, but is it based on uh, true scientific knowledge? I mean, that the jury is in on this and she subscribed to it? She is a passionate advocate and again, people then have to uh, have to sort out the the position. But I find what she is doing as authentic to her that she well to her uh, or to the cause. I mean, look, because uh, she's going to influence. She's an influencer. She in is definitely an influencer. Look at when you take a look in Ontario. Well, come on, when, we're brainwashing our kids. That's what's going. Come on, let, let's call a spade when, a spade. When she's kids been came home to talk about recycling, she's been brainwashed. 
and and they're taking advantage and she is articulate and bright oh. and capable and right. and any number of things look but she is only 16 and i actually believe that 16 year olds generally aren't emotionally equipped to handle these types of of issues well, we can argue about what that age is, although somehow Omar Cotter at 16 wasn't a child soldier, so we discount him. But she's credible because she's on the right progressive side of the spectrum, I guess. Um, but you know what? She just didn't pop out of, out of thin air, so her belief system just didn't happen this, you know, but, last week. But John's question isn't limited no. to her. It's about our children coming home from school every day with the crap that's being shoved down the throat by our socialist teachers today on this crap. where the, There is no circumspection. There is no balance. Okay, well, I didn't get that from his question, but uh, that's okay. <laughs> that's what I wanted to hear. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no kidding. But I do think that the emotional anxiety about the environment is reaching a fevered pitch, and I do think it is affecting our kids. I, I really do. And it's hard as a parent, especially with younger kids, because they see Greta, and they obviously they talk about it in school. And how do you come up with these we're, answers? We're, we're telling them that the world is going to end. Well, they're being told. We're not. I'm not. I'm selling like Justin Trudeau, for God's sakes. I am not telling kids the world's going to end, but a lot of teachers are and so is Greta and I don't think that's fair to children and I think it plays on importantly susceptible minds. I think that the issue with this whole environmental lobby is that it's either all or nothing and there doesn't seem to be any in between like when uh, Alexandra... Oh it's complex it's nuanced I mean this is the point I'm making and yet you know we're talking about we're being sold on an emotional level rather than an intellectual one you know, when they came out with the Green Deal, when Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez came out with the Green Deal, I mean, it's very, very rigorous. And people looked at it and thought, are, are you kidding me? I, I, I'm not going to do that. And I think the issue with this whole lobby is that, and people are eventually going to see through it, is that, so I'm a bad person if I don't go all in and if I take my car? Uh, can't I just make small steps? You know, when you talk about the continuum of change, and Rocco, when we were at Heart and Stroke, we knew this. You just can't make people stop smoking. You just can't make people all of a sudden eat healthy, there's a, a sense of contemplation and getting into the program. And I think that the environmentalists are already at the extreme. They're already at the world is blowing up. And it is causing a lot of anxiety. Well, it kids. is. And you've got people who are now saying, uh, we're going to forego having children because uh, we don't want to bring them into this world that's only going to be here maybe another dozen or two years. Thankfully, it's the right people. <laughs> you are correct, sir. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.